Laura. Prolog. Laura struggled to free herself from the arms that held her tight and carried her away. She kicked and hit with all her might. However, it was all in vain. Krum was unimpressed by her protests and soon the shadow of her father disappeared in the smoke. She knew this was the last time she would see him. Tears blurred her sight. If she were a boy, maybe her father would have taken her with him. If she were stronger, maybe she would have been able to follow him. If she were someone else, maybe she would have been needed. Her eyes stung from the smoke, but she knew that was not the cause of her tears. The pain in her chest was suffocating. Why was she not born a boy? Why was she not strong, brave, loved? She wished her father would look at her. She wished he would need her. She wished he would take her with him. If she had been strong enough, she would not have to be protected. And then, maybe, she would not have been left behind. Chapter 1. Guide Dean most likely was going to be filled with the scum of town. That is, if this dirty, dilapidated ruin could be called an inn. Leo tried to ignore the warnings sent by his betraying heart and instincts. He knew that no man who was in his right mind would go willingly into that godforsaken place. However, his situation did not allow him to falter. Not at the very beginning. He had set out on this crazy adventure, knowing that it would be much more than simply dangerous. His mind kept on insisting that this was a suicide. But the boy pushed back the treacherous thoughts. Leo took a deep breath, enjoying the relatively fresh air outside, knowing it would be much worse once he went inside. He pushed open the door and plunged into the inn, filled with cigarette smoke, the smell of cheap ale and sweaty men. The ones who were not too drunk to notice the newcomer turned a curious eye towards the small figure that dared to enter their lair. Nevertheless, the boy ignored the stairs and, with a confident stride, went to the bar. Leo sat down on a tall, wobbly chair and looked for the innkeeper. The bulky man looked at the newcomer with mistrust. The boy wondered what he could say to ease the suspicion. What are you doing in a place like this, boy? The innkeeper started. You seem a bit young to be frequenting such places. A goblet of your best tale, Leo said, ignoring the statement of the innkeeper. And how are you going to pay that boy? Leo took out a few copper coins and, arching his eyebrow, retorted. Would this be enough? It would be enough for a few drinks. Good, you can keep the change in return for some of your time. Leo held the innkeeper's eyes for a short moment. Sure. The boy raised the goblet handed by the innkeeper and took a mouthful of the liquid inside. It was sore and warm. However, the boy managed to keep his facial expression under control and not give away his disgust. He placed the goblet carefully on the bar. He was not going to take a second sip and turned his attention to the innkeeper. How are the mountain passages? It's summer, boy. No snow anywhere, the innkeeper snorted. I'm not talking about the weather. The innkeeper averted his eyes again. He wondered who this boy was, acting as proud and self-confident as he did. He surely was not your regular street wretch. It's packed with bandits, thieves, 
murderers and all the scum. It's that time of the year. The boy fell silent, lost in his own thoughts. The man used this moment to give him an honest warning. You should give up on this adventure of yours, boy, and return to your parents. They worry about you, I'm sure. Is there a person who knows the mountains well and can guide me through the passages? Of course, I will pay him handsomely. Leo ignored the kindness of the innkeeper. He was grateful for it, but he was not giving up. The innkeeper released a heavy sigh and told the boy to wait. Shaking his head, he walked away. Leo watched him walk across the room, but then shifted his attention to the surroundings. The place no longer seemed scary, just pitiful. Most of the visitors were drunk, sleeping on the tables or underneath them. Some were still awake and drinking. The boy cast a glance at his goblet. He knew there would always be wretched people. However, the times now were just too cruel. The innkeeper did not take long and soon came back, followed by a man. Leo noticed the negligent clothes he wore and the sore look on his face. Without a doubt, he was in a bad mood because his entertainment was interrupted. The boy noticed that the man was handsome. Many boys would have been envious for such a face. Attracting, but at the same time harsh. His bright grey eyes showed irritation while his wild dark hair signaled defiance. His step and build proved that he was a warrior. Leo hoped that he was killed, as appearances could be greatly misleading. The man took his time eyeing the boy, and Leo knew he did not impress him. He looked like a child who was outgrown. He did not give the impression of a young man, aged 15, but that of a tall and skinny kid, and rather dirty. Leo had tied his hair at the back of his head, but part of it was too short and was getting in his face. He was wearing an impressive layer of clothes at that. Leo felt as if the man's eyes could see right through him, but he did not waver. He's just a kid, the man snorted. Send him back to his parents before he gets hurt. Kid, this is Suko. He's the best guide I know, Tinkeeper explained without paying any notice to the man's harsh words. Leo looked at the guide again. How long will it take you to get me to Pran? Depends. And how much will you require for your service? Depends. Leo fell silent for a moment, but the man's words made sense. The boy did not like empty promises, after all. Finally, he gave a nod. The man looked suspicious. Does that mean you will pay me as much as I ask? He asked. His brows knitted. Depends, the boy answered. Though depends on how quick I reach Bran and whether I am unharmed. Sko was surprised. The boy was acting arrogant, but did not seem stupid or wary. At first, the man had thought that the kid was either insane or a fool, but now he was not so sure. What's your name, boy? Leo. And your age? Fifteen. Leo noticed that the man did not believe him, but he remained firm. Then Sko just shrugged his shoulders and dropped the issue. We will need two days to acquire all the necessities. I have taken care of everything. The boy interrupted. We're leaving tomorrow. Sugo gaped, surprised at the boy. You expect us to leave tomorrow? Yes. I will come at sunrise. You're to be ready by that time. The boy got up, intending to leave this nasty place now that his business was done. Look here, boy. Sugo was getting angry, thinking that the boy was actually insane. I have secured everything needed for crossing the mountains. Leo cut in before the man could get a chance to argue. Food and clothes, everything is taken care of. 
Then the boy fell silent for a second. But there are no horses. We will travel on foot, Suko said, being a bit lost. The boy nodded, and this time headed for the door. He just briefly added, I will be here at sunrise, and I expect you to be ready. The man landed his fist on the table and grumbled, unable to vent his frustration. That boy could drive a person insane. Then he turned and left the innkeeper. Those two are like two drops of water, but they just don't know it. A thought crossed the mind of the innkeeper. Leon left the inn where he was spending, uh, he had spent the night when the first rays of light touched the horizon. He hurriedly passed through the empty and quiet streets of the sleeping town. The sky was bright blue and just a couple of fluffy clouds were sailing in the heavens. The day promised to be hot and stifling. Leon reached the poor part of the town soon. The houses were just as dilapidated as the inn last night, and the boy thought he did not like this place, even in the light of day. The darkness could not hide the miserable state of the houses, but neither could the light bring some warmth to the scene. The inn was quiet. A few men were sleeping on the tables, as they had not had the strength or the will to go back to home the previous night. The innkeeper was standing at his usual place behind the bar. Good morning, boy, the innkeeper greeted him. Your guide is yet to get up, so why don't you have breakfast? The boy frowned. Leo had told the man clearly that he would come and fetch him at sunrise. He turned on his heels and went towards the stairs that led to the upper floor. You shouldn't do that, boy, the innkeeper warned. However, as Leo did not pay any attention to his words, he added, The last door on your left. Leo stopped at the top of the staircase to get acquainted with the surroundings and then proceeded following the instructions of the innkeeper. He opened the door of the room with a swift move. You are late, the boy said indignantly. However, the sight caught Leo unprepared. The man was obviously wide awake and engaged in a sort of morning exercises. He and the woman in his bed looked at the intruder surprised. The boy managed to maintain the angry expression on his face Although he, he could feel his cheek turning bright red, he could swear that even his ears were blushing. Nevertheless, the two persons in the bed remained perfectly unaffected. The man even seemed to be abused. Leo managed to suppress the urge to run away long enough to say with a slightly shaking voice, I will be waiting downstairs. The boy slammed the door and quickly left followed by the laughter of his guide. When Suko finally came down, the boy was sitting at the bar and having breakfast. He patted the boy on the shoulder and sat next to him. No matter how much he tried, he could not stop grinning. Thus, he smiled even brighter when Leo turned to face him. Don't worry, lad. These are just basic needs that a man needs to satisfy. When you grow up, you'll understand what I mean. However, the boy seemed composed and serious, just like the night before. Suko was slightly disappointed that Leo had come down and now he could not mess with him anymore. The boy nodded in the direction of a second ball and just said, Eat.